far as I'm concerned, the uh, wild could move away. I- I'm sick of this bullshit. Move them to Dallas. Move them. Get them out of here. Dallas. We, we don't deserve a yeah, NHL it's, it's franchise. It's the same with the Timberwolves and the same with the yeah, Vikings. I don't care about those sports. I'm wondering if these teams are affected by the mystery. The mystery. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if the progressiveness in this state, this the utter ruin of the state, is somehow ideologically factoring into their play. Those guys don't have any idea what's going on in the real world. Not, Come on, not true. There's a great. I should send it to you guys. There's a podcast I listened to in which there was a NFL player, an MLB player, and somebody else talking about their free agency exploration and how they decided to sign their deals based upon the tax bracket of each given state. It was fascinating. Well, how about Florida, the most booming area in the country with conservative thinking? They knock off the Bruins in seven games. What they, they're, in they're, the hell does politics have to do with that? I'm just, I'm just making up a theory. You're, now you're ruining sports for me. Well, I don't, I don't mean to. <laughs> you ever read Henning Mankel, John? No. He, uh, the, the copy created named Kurt Wallander. <clears throat> huh? <laughs> I'll tell you what. I am reading so many bleeping books. How many bleeping books are you How reading? How many? <clears throat> I'm, I'm doing one a week. If, yeah. if not more. Yeah, I've been doing two basically. Well, I picked up the uh, I picked up the Winslow book as long as I was at Barnes. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Got it. I finished it, uh, I don't know, last Thursday. or Two new hardcovers at Barnes & Noble are cheaper than two large pizzas from Fratel, from uh, Carboni's. Mm, let's go. Two large Carboni's pizzas the other night were $44. Yeah, pizza's gotten very expensive. The large is about 18 bucks. Two new novels were $38. Mm. But I'm a member of the club. But you can't eat the books. You, you stumped me. You stopped me in my tracks. See? Yeah, Joel, jo- jo- you look stunned there, Joel. Shut her down. Shut her down. <laughs> food, uh, food has gotten uh, expensive at restaurants. You are not wrong there. Sir. And I'm officially proclaiming. Uh, are we on the? Thing? Yes, we are. Oh. Yes, we are. Never mind. Then he says, "Never mind. walk that back." <laughs> I was going to say something about Carbonis. On April 9th, my mother predicted that her ice would go out on April 29th, and it was 90% off on the 29th and completely gone yesterday. Wow. Well, maybe she's a witch. (laughs) Is she a witch? Ice went out on the pus, Gene. Pus is out? Pus is out. Upper pus, middle pus, large and lower pus. Kenny, how do you spell that again? Went out on the How'd you like game. that joke? That so funny. <laughs> you guys are scared to laugh. You... No, I, I laughed. laughed. What what did I miss it? What was it? You were what talking about the you were talking about pus spelled. on Friday. And Kenny yeah. said that's spelled with one S. Yeah. I don't get it. Of course you don't. Of course you don't. <laughs> what am I missing? Uh, Billy Stein just emailed me. He's spelling it with one S. <laughs> well, how is pus spelled? My God, how have you lived this long? You have Yikes. not only do you have no taste in music, you don't get the most simple wow. jokes in the whole Were world. Were you beat up a lot in grade school? You must have been picked on. <laughs> what? Somebody help me! What pus? Because like it's a naughty somebody. word if you add a second s. It's pus. 
Right. With one S. <laughs> Maybe it would have been better if he had said pussy, and then I would have oh, given no. the punchline. God, Joe, you're just. They really are. Oh, seriously. They really, really are. Really are what? Um, DFL backs three for City Council, St. Paul. How do you like that story, Joe? I don't even want to talk about it. DFL coddles criminals, cracks down on cops, opinion exchange. Whoa, Eric Sinek had a broken fibula and he tried to play? How about this story? <laughs> my this, theory is the commie was playing hurt. This, my favorite story, and I started following it last week, is the bad guy that got killed in Grand Marais. Isn't that great? Neighbor yeah. goes over there and just shoots oh, yeah. him out with a shovel. Yep. And yep. a deer antler. Yep. And everybody in town is going, hot damn. Yep. I love that story. Even the dead guy's family yep. is yep. rooting for the killer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so watch, what? He'll go, he'll go to jail. I mean, he better not. Well, he will. If Kim Potter had to go, he'll have to go. But it'll be short. It'll be a short sentence. I'm going to straighten you guys all out. I got some hilarious emails on electricity versus petroleum. Petroleum. I, I bet they're belly jigglers. Well, Kenny, I, I, I think that uh, <laughs> I'll be prepared to hold myself. We, we all missed each other, didn't we, over the weekend? Not really. Did you have a good weekend? Mind your own Go business. sleep yourself. Wow. Sure. I, did, oh, I, did, I did, Chris. Look what just popped up in my timeline. Guess where we were 10 years ago today, gentlemen? Where? We were. Seriously. 10 years ago today would have been what year? 2013. 2013. We were at a, don't tell me, were we over in Minneapolis? Nope. Prior Lake? Nope. A a garage door opener? Nope. Oh, man. Uh, Kenny's Kenny's so far is the closest. Garage door opener. Were we at a pub? Nope. Ten uh, years ago, we were at that place in on Chicago Avenue in That's South what Minneapolis. I was thinking, no, it was the twentieth yeah. anniversary. We were at the Town Tap. No, you're you're on the right track. Just um, tell us, you jerks. No, we were downtown for the Twins. We oh, were, that dollar store. We were at the Carver Fleet Farm launching the twentieth anniversary. Oh, GL. I didn't have to go to that. You I'm did so not have happy. to go to that, Kenny. God, Saturday was, happy. was the thirtieth anniversary of GL. Yeah, and that. After that, I went through the Carver neighborhood, and that's when we bought our house in Carver. That's huh. absolutely fascinating. And you said, "My God, this is a long way from St. Paul." Oh, it's just, uh, I don't. Why would anyone live out here? Oh, I'm going to retweet this. God. You missed the anniversary on Friday. I was kind of shocked about that. Well, because that wasn't the anniversary. The anniversary was Saturday. Oh, uh huh. That's a that's fine my, excuse. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Fine excuse. We all missed it. Brooke, that's cool your reason. job. You're supposed to remember. Yeah. That. Why didn't you say anything? I don't even remember. What not to remember? Thirty years. This is. Yeah. So I've been here twenty-two of thirty, roughly, give or take. Huh? I've been here twenty-two of those. I think I started back in '02. I started no one, so that would make sense. Yeah, oh, two or Lucky three. Lights up this bright. 
Uh, it does need to be up so we can see. I showed up for my interview wearing shorts, and uh, Joe Bryan informed me, uh, yeah, shorts not on the uh, dress code here. What? Catalonia's hardware really? and garden stores. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, you're not, well, I'm friends with him on Facebook. I'm sure you got, Rook, you probably are, right? With Obi? Yes. He compliments us regularly, and he yeah, compliments. Sure. Yeah, I haven't heard from him for years. Yeah, you have. He I sends have. all of us. Um, I'm not emails. on Facebook. On email? Are you on the email? I'm on the email, but I haven't gotten one from Obi in years. Well, you have, Joe. He's still in uh, Sioux Falls. Yes, I think he's west of there, isn't he's, he? Yeah, he's in a like a Back rural area. I don't know. I'm not talking about where his house is. West where he oh, Dude, he's retired. He's it with public radio there, isn't he? No, he's he's retired from that. He's retired. He's. I yeah. thought he was somewhere around Mitchell, wasn't he? he it was. It was someplace more rural, yes, than Sioux Falls. Sounds like heaven. Look, yo, even when I'm Ray, I towels over there. Joe, when have you been to the Corn Palace? I, I never have. have. Never I have. did. No. <gasps> it's a building with corn on the side. <laughs> Do they, not the get off I went to the Sturgis, freeway. We didn't take that highway. Oh, yeah. so the, Kenny, inside they redid it. They play basketball inside there now. Chris, stop talking. It's <laughs> stupid. I don't, I don't think I've ever been there either now that I'm looking at it. Child. Hey, we got my right headphones. We've got designs of corn on their building. Come on in. <laughs> take a look. Get a picture with the camera. Come on they're in. Rubes. <laughs> the best ah. thing about it is their amazing marketing. They draw people in for that nonsense. They sure do. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Store. What about the drugstore? Wall drug. I walked in there, turned didn't around. Work, didn't your wife work My at the wife Corn Palace? there in high school. No, at the Wall Drug Store. I wasn't even in there for 60 seconds. Turned on my heel and sat in the car for about an hour waiting for them to finish. <laughs> Did you buy <laughs> authentic crap gold jewelry from Jess in high school? Uh, uh, it wasn't in high school. It was... Uh, when she was in high school. Late 90s? 10 years ago. Okay. No, not even that. Hey, Bye. Joe, we're rolling. What's what's taking so long? Fratelloni's hey. Hardware and Garden Stores yes, brings you Garage Logic <laughs> Podcast number 1068, May 1st, 2023. It was 91 degrees on this day in 1959. Oh. It was 24 degrees on this day in 1909. Yes, we have ice outs. We're not done yet, but the fishermen are getting closer to getting out on the water Using uh, Ripplelip University's app. It's an app that helps you align and get the most out of all of your electronic equipment. The Hummingbird, the Garmin, the Lowrance Marine Electronics. It's a really cool idea. And as long as you're going to invest in all those electronics, you might as well figure out how to sync them. Sync them up. work them and then tell you where the big fish are. Gotcha. Go to RippleLipUniversity.com for details. Minnetonka went out on this day. In 1965, and White Bear went out on this day in 2013. And I have news from uh, Bill Stein up in Aiken that his uh, his Cedar Lake went out uh, on April 30th. But he also knows notices that the entire Puss Lake chain went out. Upper Puss, Middle Puss, Lard, and Lower Puss all went out on the same day, April 28th. That's seldom happens as soon as my doc goes in so do the aquaside pellets billy writes 
They have been keeping our shore and the water around the dock in great shape for years. He's and, an annual subscriber. He for loves Aquaside. Aquaside. Yep. If you own a lake home, uh, Aquaside has been keeping your beach free of weeds and algae for more than 60 years. With a complete line of lake and pond control products, they're easy to use. They work right away. You just had a testimonial from the pus chain. Boom. You just had a testimonial. Uh, Aquaside is registered with both the EPA and DNR, and the products are safe. So don't let weeds overtake the uh, old swimming hole this summer. Call Aquaside today. They'll identify your weed problem. Make sure your place looks great all summer long. Call Aquaside at one 800 328-9350 or go to aquaside.com. And now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor. Joe Sushi. Uh, JR wants to know it may be time for you to rule. From this day forward, will Minnesota be referred to as the state of hockey? Uh, I'm not going to make that ruling, but I have a theory. I have a theory. None of the t- major league teams here can get over the hump. Okay. Uh, last done in 1991. What about the links? Okay. You know. That's the Twitter comeback every time. What, what about them? They won it. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. You just ruined it for 91. Me. We you haven't won the four major them. sports has not won one since 91. Oh, I'm wondering if sports teams, whether they know it or not, absorb the political ideology of a state. We got lousy politicians. We got lousy governor. We got lousy mayors. We got lousy city councils. We're highly taxed. We're going down the tubes culturally. Uh, look at look at last night. Florida beat Boston. Boston had the best regular season in the history of hockey. That was shocking. Florida beat them in overtime. What does Florida represent? A very get up and going area that's just being built and people wanting to live there and and a political life that reflects some conservatism and bang, bang, boom, there goes Florida. What do we got here? Bunch of dead ass nothings. And by the way, I hate the Floridas with a passion. I like the Floridas. The Bruins have always been my favorite team. Boston's a big pile of crap. No, they're they're not. They're a wonderful team. Fenway Park is a dump. I couldn't care less about that. Um, the thing with the Boston's last night, they tried and they tried in their previous losses. They were skating really good. They're a good damn team. You told me you didn't watch it. We, well, I watched the first period. Okay. And that's when, <laughs> that's when I had to go to bed. Um, we, however, were a dead fish rotting away, laying on the beach. We didn't play at all. We can't penalty kill. When we get on the power play, we can't score. We can't even shoot on the power play. Well, it's not we that you suck. It's not that you can't, that they don't. They're conflating puck possession with competence. Look at us on the power play. Well, I'm going to zip it over here, and he'll zip it back to me, and I'll zip it here and come back to me. Yeah, but you're not shooting. You're not taking it to the net. 
And I, I also have a theory that the commie either was playing hurt or has just completely lost sight of his bearings. Yeah, two, he is very two flustered. Points, two points in six games. Very flustered. The superstar's got a, an assist and, and a goal. And I think that was in game one. What's with them as soon as the commie goes on the list and he's not playing, the entire team steps up and they play wonderful. Even the Reaver was uh, scoring goals. Well, then, okay, then don't he, play the Kami. He, he comes back, and now everybody sucks. But I'm wondering. Obviously, I'm I'm being ridiculous because as we were talking off the air. It's unlikely these guys pay a lot of attention to local politics. That that's probably a reasonable statement, right? Yes, I would say but, so. But the politics here are so dreadful, and they're so mediocre, and they're so pulling people down. Uh, incompetence is so rewarded in this state. Expectations are so low. The bar is set so low. And By yet the they way, pat themselves on the back for it. Yeah, and I'm wondering if that somehow what's the word reflective let's see if that's somehow is that absorbed by osmosis by the players whether they read the papers or not or listen to the radio or watch the news <laughs> is it somehow afflicting them like the covid i, I, what, I would uh, have hard believing that yeah and let me reflect your sentiments joe yeah. you are being ridiculous so yeah, yeah. well how did the wild go into <laughs> dallas and win on Look game what one hey Look what's happening in Chicago, which is in worse shape than mm. Minneapolis. But they had the no. White Sox lost nine straight. The Blackhawks didn't make the playoffs. The Bears are dreadful. I wonder how the Rams won the Super Bowl two years ago. Uh, mm. The city's too big for any one political oh, ideology. Oh, I see. Now we're making. <laughs> how about the Giants winning three World Series baseball. in the last uh, 12 years? Well, we're you're just, just, you know, yeah, you are John, you know you are, John, but we're here to party. I just, I hate, yeah. I hate ridiculousness. Yes. The Golden State Warriors have won four titles. Yeah. It's, days. you know, San Francisco yeah. must I be thriving. I with your theory. I do. San Francisco is thriving. Okay. It's not much of a theory. Hey, you already admitted. Joe, who won last night? The Kraken did. You're kidding. No, they beat the they beat the defending Stanley Cup champions in their second year of existence? Because the Kraken are so uplifted by the politics of yeah, Seattle. See? They wow. have said, we are going to win this for Wait our a city. Minute. Wait a minute. The Wild just went out in the first round for the seventh time in eight years. Mm -hmm. And the Kraken, in their second <laughs> year of existence, got... Not only did they advance, they beat the defending champions. See, I didn't stay up for that game. Okay. They know they're going to lose, so they play that way. They've got a predetermined mindset thinking, we're not going to get out of the first. Why should we try? Well, Seattle winning and playing in something called the Climate Pledge Arena on top of the <laughs> destroyed city completely but blows my theory out of the, the water. The Kraken have something to prove because we all hate the Kraken. The Kraken suck, and I bet that's the nationwide uh, mindset on the Kraken. F the Kraken. 
So that's what they're playing I, against, I, I, and it gives them drive. Why would that have? Why would the Kraken have that as a national burden? Because they Who suck. Gives bleep! Don't use that word. We got to have a better word. Than they, that. they they're not any good. Yeah. Well, they are good. They and, finish fourth in the West. And it's the same with the Vegas uh, what Knights? Nah, screw them. The I Vegas, have a harder time. They're awful. Yeah, let's go. Nobody gets a team in the late twenty twenties. Come on. I have a harder team time warming up to teams in Vegas than I do elsewhere. That song is called 76 Trombones. Right. You know what's going to happen? sports talk tonight, so maybe this is the time we do it. I, yeah, I just league. edit this part. Remember Chris, what Royce said, talk. by the way, before the Florida-Boston series started? Ah, Florida's got a 25% chance. Here's, here's my theory. The league has too many teams, and Teams like the Wild need to start suffering. And I think, what did you say me, seven times? Start suffering? No, listen to me. <laughs> Hear me out. Seven times in eight years? Yeah. We get kicked out. They well, pull our franchise. Ooh. No, they pull our franchise. We don't get hockey anymore. We don't wow. deserve it. And that's how it should be. The Ooh. suck A teams well, get kicked deserve, out of the league. You don't deserve the NBA then, and you don't deserve the NFL. It's how it works in boxing. It's how it works in a lot of sports. Soccer. It's how it works in the Olympics. You suck. You don't come back. God, I wish you'd come up with a better word. Let's it's, get it, back to me cracking. No, we're not. We're <laughs> no. Not, we're not. Center, Phil. <laughs> I'm going to have to write that one down. I use that a lot. I apologize. I agree with you, too, by the way. Yeah. Uh, well, where was I? No idea. I don't need Way either. out there. Oh, the guy <laughs> wants me to issue a ruling that we're no longer the state of hockey. I'm not going to issue right. that ruling. No, I'm down with him. He is absolutely right. But isn't Detroit the self-proclaimed hockey city, or is it hockey town? I don't know. Hockey city. What's well, on their arena, isn't it? I really went down a rabbit hole last night, uh, noting that a Bertuzzi plays for Boston, mm -hmm. which brought to mind Todd Bert Todd Bertuzzi well, his son. Yep. and and uh, the terrible terrible tragedy that Todd Bertuzzi uh, committed upon Steve Moore, Steve Moore of the Avalanche, yep. and I wanted to know how both fellows were doing, and apparently there were a number of lawsuits that were settled out of court. Oh. Uh, on behalf of Moore. Did he play again after no, that? No, never played again. That's and to this day, uh, suffers headaches. Oh. Uh, and and Todd Bertuzzi, I remain convinced, uh, was uh, entirely distraught by what he did. He His apologies, I think, were sincere. And I did know he got a DWI last fall, okay. Todd Bertuzzi, in the Detroit area. It doesn't say what he's doing for a living. He's done playing now. I believe that's his nephew. Oh, it's his. I thought it was his son. It's who his plays nephew. for uh, okay. his son did get is on a on a route to the pros, but he's not there yet. Uh, anyway, I didn't learn much more than that. But that more never. Uh, I I forgot he had broken three bones in his neck. That broke three oh. bones in his neck. You guys remember that hit? Oh yeah, yes. it was. Uh, mm. It was in retaliation for uh, one of the. Canucks getting picked on. I can't remember his name. Anyway, uh, I wish them both well. Uh, Bertuzzi told me something when a kid I used to have well, during the playoffs of 03. Uh, the, one of the kids I used to have was having lunch outside on the Nicollet Mall. How's that for a change in cities? Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> was having out with a bunch of gals and a bunch of the Canucks were at the next table. 
And uh, these gals being feisty were giving the Canucks some grief and Bertuzzi was just firing right back at them, but with a wink and a nod. Right. And that, that told me something about the guy that engaged. He, he was engaged. He knew what was happening. Wait a minute. You're trying to tell me that a group of NHL hockey players were taking notice of a table full of 20 no, something year old they, girls. But they were Careful. having fun. They were having Careful. fun. They were okay. having fun. Right. About okay. they were, they were Ravers, having fun. Don't go down that road. I'm not going to, but I think that's funny. <laughs> Regarding electricity, many listeners believe uh, with some uh, justification that you are all uh, idiots because you didn't <laughs> you didn't agree with me when i said petroleum makes stuff electricity doesn't and you wanted to contest that you petroleum makes things electricity doesn't i have a number of corroborating emails i like oh, to go through okay. them okay one by uh, one. This is from Tevin. Yes. Joe, listening to the podcast, I was shocked by the dum-dums lack of understanding of your argument on electricity's inability to make something. I understood your point from the start and wholeheartedly agree. <clears throat> I think a better way to state your thought is, the, is that electricity is a single-purpose finished product. Electricity is used to provide energy to an electrical device, nothing more. On the other hand, petroleum is not only used to create energy, but also physical goods. It is a widely used multi-purposed product for fuel, plastics, and countless other applications. Hopefully this will help articulate your point and help the crew understand. Kevin. Uh, this is from Joe down in Texas. He's got the precocious 10-year-old who loves the show. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, listening to the Friday show, the 10-year-old wanted me to email you and tell you that the word you were looking for is raw material. Electricity is not a raw material that can be made into other things. Petroleum is. His exact words listening to your show, this is embarrassing. Email that guy and tell him the word he's looking for is raw material. He then rolled his eyes and said, also tell him you're welcome. Joel and the 10-year-old okay. little elf. <laughs> I love Texas. that kid. This kid is love on that the kid. Rick in Oklahoma, and they know they're Earl in Oklahoma. They know Earl. The mayor is correct regarding electricity versus petroleum. Petroleum is a raw material for 600 products as well as multiple sources of energy. Electricity, on the other hand, is only a potential source of energy and is not a raw material. And electricity, in most cases, requires petroleum or other fossil fuels for its generation. You can get petroleum without electricity, but you don't get as much electricity without petroleum. Got it. I follow that. Michael, hail the flashlight king. Just a quick hail. note. We are packing up our St. Petersburg winter residency and beginning in a trek back to Duluth Superior area where nothing is allowed except raising taxes. Uh, he gets down here. He says, uh, today I would like to suggest to the morons how I would describe electricity that they might possibly comprehend. All your examples of the products produced by so-called fossil fuel can be picked up and held in your hand, starting with the crude oil after it is pumped out of the ground. Ask the dummy of your choice to go somewhere and get you a pail of electricity, like you could crude oil, and make a product from the pail full of electricity. Just my opinion. Good luck, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Rook, go get me a pail of electricity. You you chose this dummy to ask? Yeah, I okay. did. Yeah. <laughs> 
Mike, uh, just a bit outside Duluth, maybe I can help you persuade the crack GFL staff of contrarians that you are GFL. right once again, the GL staff of contrarians. Petroleum is a raw Christ. material that can be processed into energy. Those materials can be transformed into new other <laughs> products such as fire. you can. <laughs> what, what happened? Garage F logic. <laughs> GFL. GL, I said. <laughs> Sorry, I'll turn my mic off again. <laughs> you can't make anything from electricity, only with the help of electricity. All right, and finally, is this finally? Yeah, because you're all getting very tired of this, I can tell. Uh, on I my daily walk on the first official day of retirement, I was listening to the April 28 podcast. Not only does that electricity not make anything electricity isn't some this is a great point electricity isn't something that exists rather it must be made from something that does exist such as oil natural gas windmills solar panels or rivers that serve as a means to generate electricity it also needs a place to be stored like batteries that must be made from something that does exist, like plastic, copper, and lithium, mined by equipment that use fossil fuels to operate. You're right, we are poorly governed by fools who don't understand how the world works, pushing back your loyal listener, Paul. Huh. I'd like to point out I wasn't on Friday, and had I been, I would have agreed wholeheartedly with you, oh, Joe, and then I would have I would have gotten all these glowing emails, too. Do you, do you have any John. more? Thanks, John. No, that's it, Kenny. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was 12.13 to 12.18. <laughs> what? I, debating myself whether I should bring this up on the town council or just do it now. Maybe I'll just do it now. What you heard on Friday was me and Reavers and the rookie earning our keep. Because what we did is agree with Joe on something relatively benign, or disagree with Joe on something relatively benign and a little bit stupid. And it inspired you to sit down at your stupid computer <laughs> and fire off an email completely involving you, bringing you into GL, and making you feel like you were one of us. So Kenny and Reavers and Rookie did their job. We just spent five minutes talking about it, reading how many emails? Three or four. You're welcome. So you're not only are you welcome, but this is the right sound of Kenny patting himself on the back. Right here. Wow. Well uh, done, Kenny. Well done. You can grill. You that can, will get me some hate mail. You can grill some Grunhofer stuff tonight, but the wind might blow it off the grill. Yeah. This entire week is prime. This Grooms. is your this mm. is your grilling opening weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Opening week. You get to Grunhofer's old fashioned meats in Hugo on Highway 61, just north of Hugo, or the other store in Forest Lake on 97, just east of Interstate 35. Rookie Burgers, 140 Flavors of Brats, Town Ball Meatloaf, Double Smoked Ham, Thick Cut Double Smoked Bacon. Uh, but the grilling is here. And, and, and if you have even any questions, go be, get to the person behind the counter and get some help. These Do people it. are experts they know what they're doing. in cooking Minnesota's homegrown beef. All Grunhofer's beef is Minnesota grown. It's beef for Minnesota farmers. 
it's hands down the best meat you're going to find in the region, if not the country. People come from all over the country. I know a guy who rode his motorcycle up yep. here with a cooler on yep. it and loaded it up. Let's go. All right. It's uh, Grunhofer's. They'll, they're the best. And uh, it's 140 flavors of brats, including the world-famous gummy brats. And because of electricity, they're able to make all this meat right That's there right. at Grunhofer's. That's right. See? But it's electricity produced by Got it. other products. Grunhofer's old-fashioned meats in Hugo and Forest Lake. I had my channel pulled down because I used it earlier. I had my channel. Whoops. Whoops. Are you guys aware of the big... NBC news story? Sure am, Joe. How Minnesota has become a, a laboratory in pushing progressive policy. Yeah. Laboratory. And I noticed something about this story. I'm going to be giving you a quiz. Uh, of course, rookie, you didn't read it. It's one about the news. Did John read it? I don't think so. I'm just looking now. Can you read one it? About the I am uh, looking it up. I saw the headlines. I didn't bother. Who was it? NBC News? Uh-huh. The best at well, I'll save it. Nobody thinks of this show when they're not here, do they? Not oh, true. I always do. Jesus, I, are you kidding me? I take notes while I'm over the weekend when I see stories oh, that would be good. All I think about. I thought of a good line. I gotta start writing down lines in a notebook. Her voice sounded like it was dragged over a washboard. Isn't that Her a good voice line? voice sounded like it was dragged over Who a washboard. Who was that in response to? But it's just made up a line. I got to start keeping so, track of lines. Get enough lines, you could have a book. There you go. You could write an old noir book. Yeah. <laughs> the detective. Got to gotta have a good name, though, for the detective. I'm ready if you are. Does Kenny got some? He sure does. You ready, Ken? I guess so. That was a little quick. That's what she said. <laughs> All right. Okay. Rolling. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Oh, really looking forward to this upcoming weekend. Uh, big, big doings up at Moon Motorsports for three days. Moon Motorsports will be the center Ground zero of Minnesota power power sports fun. So this means if you're into bikes, sleds, ATVs, side-by-sides, whatever, you've got to hit this. Four huge events all in one three-day weekend. We've got Moon's Open House, Tent Sale, and Demo Days. That's Friday and Saturday, the 5th and 6th. Then on Sunday, the 7th, Moon Motorsports is hosting legendary travel riders. She's actually making her first USA appearance in years Elf Elspeth Beard. She's going to be telling stories from her wild ride. You can go to moonmotorsports.com for a full list of events. This is one of the biggest power sports events um, of the year, featuring the steepest store-wide savings, an awesome selection of demo machines, a wide selection of clearance merchandise. You know what that means? A lot of savings, all under one-tenth, and exciting storytelling, and one of the most uh, epic motorcycle riders ever. And Bring your appetite because I was on the website and I looked it up. Moon is going to be serving the world's best hot dogs. There's a reason right there. 
to exit off I-94. All events are free at Moon Motorsports. They're just south of night on the south side. You can see them from the freeway uh, and west of Highway 25. Motors, Moon Motorsports, ATVs, side-by-sides, and Adventure Motorcycles. They have them all. They're the brand leader, moonmotorsports.com. Many GLers have alerted me to a piece from NBC News called How Minnesota is Becoming a Laboratory in Pushing Progressive Policy. It's quite a long piece. I won't read the whole thing, but it's written by a guy named Adam Edelman. And he's writing it with a great deal of cheer, with enthusiasm. He he seems to be uh, pleased that that Minnesota has become a progressive hothouse. And uh, he writes that Minnesota Democrats won back the majority in the Senate last fall. They achieved the dream, a trifecta of control across the legislature and the governor's office. They weren't the only ones. Democrats did the same thing in Maryland, Massachusetts, and Michigan, whereas Republicans failed to nab any new trifecta in 2022. But Minnesota is attracting attention as a laboratory for how to effectively use that power to achieve progressive policy priorities. Nearly four months into the session, Democrats in the state have already tackled protecting abortion rights, legalizing marijuana, restricting gun access, And they have signaled their plans to take on issues like expanding paid family leave and providing legal refuge to trans youth whose access to gender affirming and other medical care has been restricted elsewhere. I saw a great line today. I I apologize to whoever wrote it. I can't remember who wrote it. If if abortion is health care, what disease are you treating? That's a good line. That's spot on. Uh, these policies are things that have a direct and clear impact on improving people's lives. U.S. Senator Tina Smith said, have you ever met more of a lightweight than Tina Smith? No, that's about as light as it gets. She's a popcorn fart. Oh, my God. And that's what <laughs> Minnesotans are looking for. They're looking. I'm not Tina. They're looking for evidence, just as voters are nationally, that the government they elect can deliver results for them. Well, you're delivering results for maybe half the state. Not even that. Maybe not even uh, that. You're delivering results for the metro. Yep. Interviews with a dozen federal and state lawmakers in Minnesota, as well as progressive activists in the state and across the country, paint a picture of a state fully controlled by Democrats. Boy, ain't that the truth that has offered protections on key democratic social issues like abortion and LGBTQ rights while maintaining a robust economy and low crime. Wait, um, How can that be? Wait, How wait, can he wait, write wait, that? Uh, we don't know that. We're going broke and the crime is out of control. No, 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 Joe. You, you're seeing it the wrong way. This guy for NBC News clearly sees it the right way. His name is uh, Adam Adam Edelman, and I can tell you he's a hack. And in a moment, I'll tell you why I'm comfortable calling him a hack. Okay. Uh, what? What? What do you mean low on crime? What you when you're looking at what's possible 
with a trifecta. Look at Minnesota, said Daniel Squadron, the executive director of the States Project, a left-leaning group that works to build Democratic majorities in state legislatures. Fewer than 90 days into the new year, they've done more things than just a quote allows me to list to improve people's lives, he said. Hold on. Uh, we don't know that. <clears throat> Whose life is improved? Uh, well, there's uh, eight-year-olds from Iowa that want to change their yeah, sex. You're trans. Okay. You're probably pretty happy. Need to kill a baby. Well, that little kid's life didn't get improved. No, but the mom didn't have to raise him or give I don't him want up to, for I adoption. Don't want to, I don't want to read this whole thing. It's deal with nine months. Piece. I'm curious what your question is. Uh, I call this guy a hack because... What was the piece I cited from... Uh, Oh, I told you I was watching something on uh, maybe it was PBS about permafrost and the uh, the whole piece never once. And they were citing permafrost, its disappearance as an example of climate change. And it's not necessarily disappearing, but they you know, would walk through a cave and look at this, that that bone from a dinosaur didn't used to stick out here. So that must be climate change. Not once was there a contrary view presented in that film. Same thing. No. Same thing in this piece. Yeah. There's not one single effort apparently made to contact anyone in Minnesota to say, "What do you think of this?" That's why it's just pure one hundred percent hack. It's propaganda, Joe. That's it's it. it's a marketing piece. And. You know, it came from NBC, so I shouldn't be surprised. They maintain the agenda. They're one of the uh, news-gathering institutions that follows a template very carefully, and they certainly did in this case. But this Edelman guy, I don't call that reporting. Mm. That's propaganda. Yep. There's not one quote in this piece nor apparently no effort made that doesn't talk about what a great job we're doing here to have contacted yes. someone who might want to say, hold up, right? Wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Something, Something ain't right. right. Well, shouldn't he have at least uh, called up maybe the state Republican party and said, Hey, I'm doing this story. Maybe, uh, maybe you guys would like to comment. Yeah, absolutely. Or call, uh, you know, call the minority leader in the house. Or yeah, exactly. When you read the headline, read the headline again, because I have a question for you, well, it, Mr. It, Mayor. It's written with this guy's all happy. They're the calling us a laboratory. How Minnesota has become a laboratory in pushing progressive policy. And it's being met with cheers. And the subhead is state Democrats won back control of the legislature in 2022, and they're using that power to achieve long-sought policy goals of the left. And they are, and they're succeeding, and, yeah. and they won. There's nothing wrong with all of that if he had addressed perhaps another side during this story. I mean, uh, I, I no could live with that. Oh, no, yeah, that's a failure of journalism. He does, actually. Further down, he mentions Kansas. And how uh, there was a trifecta in Kansas who, in a real live experiment um, with GOP that was put in place uh, 10 years ago by a Republican governor. And it created, and here's, here's what's funny, 
created a deficit so spectacular that the state was left with major doubts over whether it could fund the basic elements of public education and other essential services. So he does actually bring up the Republicans. In order to rip it. Exactly. And that's exactly. 10 years ago, and that's not Minnesota today. And But then he looks at that and says that, thinking that'll never happen with the Democratic policies that the DFL put in place. It's really important to have a laboratory, said Carrie Moe, a Democratic consultant who was a chief of staff to Paul Wellstone. Okay, poor Paul has been gone for 25 years, and uh, we're quoting his former chief of staff, but we can't find anyone to... To talk to about who currently uh, holds off currently is in, uh, uh, <clears throat> meanwhile anyway. meanwhile the same day joe the star tribune had a publication out online that got some attention minnesota is worth a visit better yet a move here the state is struggling to share that message and tourism officials say their old marketing tactics aren't working well, tourism uh, is great. There is a beautiful lake country to sure, visit. absolutely. Uh, beyond that, why in God's name would anybody move here? Uh, unless you're uh, unless you're a uh, uh, diehard Mysterian who wants to to partake in this. But even then, laboratory. Would that, but even then, would that be enough reason? Because I don't think it is. I don't know. I can't speak for a Mysterian because I don't understand them. Conversely, aren't we actually losing um, Fortune 500 companies and people are moving out? I we should look up that stat. I don't it, think we've ever had uh, a lot of Fortune 500 companies. Uh, I'm not sure we're losing any. Uh, it'd be I, fun to know that stat. I think John could find it. I, I did see something over the weekend. I'll try to find it here. As you were. 3M is laying off a lot of people. Like 30,000? 3,000? No, 6,000. 6,000? Yeah. But, you know, 3M, I, I God bless them for staying here. Uh, they have such strong familial roots in Minnesota. Maybe that's one of the reasons they... They remain here, but can you imagine losing oh. something like 3M? When I read that, I thought, oh, these 3M employees, you got to do what Kenny does, um, especially when you know it's coming. When the boss says, hey, could you come in after your next air, your hit on the air? You just go home. Don't don't even go yep. into his office. Just go home. There are 18 Fortune 500 companies in Minnesota. That ranks them in a tie for 9th, 10th, 11th, whichever you want to take in the United States. Mm -hmm. 18. And they're tied with Massachusetts and Georgia. The highest number, of course, New York with 53, California with 53, Texas with 49. And then uh, they fall into the 30s and 20s before Minnesota. This is the figure that I was looking for. You were done, right, Johnny? Sorry. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is from Bill Glahn. He did it. I don't know if, it, if he did this piece, but it's from the American Experiments website. Uh, Minnesota currently ranks number 10 in states losing population. That's where I read it. Minnesota yep. ranks number 10 in states losing wealth. The above figures came from the Joe Biden administration, Census Bureau, and IRS, respectively. Hmm. Well, it, 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 that, that doesn't surprise me. It also tracked the... Um, the states that population is going to obviously Florida's one, Texas is two, North North and then South Carolina, um, and the, the list is available. I'll post this as a link to the GL show page if people want to check it out. The entire list. I got a couple of uh, emails. What's, what's the quiz? 
Yeah, what was the question? Oh, I I I I stated it rather than asked you. I was going to say what's missing from this story. Oh, the, con- the yeah. Well, what's yeah. missing from it is any contrary view whatsoever. Yeah. It's uh it was a really poor poor piece. There's too much apathy in the Republican potential Republican voters outstate. We need to really get our asses together and anybody that can vote needs to vote out here. Did you read the uh never mind. Remember, there's a, yes, there's I a did. fighting chance I didn't. I, but I, I did yeah. just read that article. <laughs> Whatever it is, I read it. So what'd you think? No, the the on it, the uh what was over the weekend? The uh, endorsing conventions for Democratic St. Paul, St. Paul City Council, yeah, yeah. Yep. And, and District One went from you know nine in the morning. District Frogtown, Rice Street area, District One went from about nine in the morning to nine at night. They couldn't come up with an answer. Probably, and I I could be wrong, but I'd bet I'm not. Probably because they kept fighting over somebody who wasn't woke enough. Oh my god, who wasn't uh, right regressive enough or can you stop using references to the uh, gender references yeah that that kind of kind of point of privilege point uh, of privilege yeah. <laughs> joe i wasn't going to say i wasn't going to send you this email because you never read my emails oh how do i know i don't <laughs> however the more i hear you guys talk about the pedophilia topic the more i feel the necessity to send you this I was on social media before social media was actually social media. In the late nineties, I was on a British website where we had the ability to chat live and we have the ability to post on message boards after a cordial, but spirited conversation in the chat rooms concerning gay rights. I decided to write a piece of satire on the message boards where it would stay in perpetuity. I posted a message basically saying That in 1998, if you look back 30 years, the idea of gay rights being accepted was part of as part of a normal society would have been scoffed at. And so in 30 years from then, so 2028, I predicted that what would actually be acceptable was necrophilia. You can imagine the outcry from the majority of users on that website at that prediction. We're not far off with pedophilia in the next few years. Bestiality and necrophilia will be coming too, Andrew and Annandale. Well, that's a dark thought, yeah. but you know what? I'm not going to dispute them. It's not so outrageous anymore, is it? No, and then one more from Bill. Not in this laboratory. We're a lab, see? Mm-hmm. So you got to try these things. An experiment. We're the laboratory. Oof. Hail the flashlight, King. Hail, Hail you. you. As I was trying to follow the story on your podcast from Friday, an unusual moment of clarity during what I would consider verbal chaos going on between you and the boys regarding the article you were reading about pedophilia language in a protected class legislation. As I listened from the inner sanctum of the garage, I struggled to make sense of what you were reading. Yeah, I agreed with Kenny, but it was so outside the realm of normalcy, I became convinced it was just another example of these adult children. This term is horribly ironic if I'm onto something here simply trying to be relevant and productive in a political world that has lost its mind. This knee-jerk reaction would allow me to immediately dismiss this action as both ridiculous and stupid, and therefore no longer worthy of investing any more of my emotional energy. But then it hit me. 
As Joe was making his point about the removal of pedophilia along with the negative description of it and the reaction from the Keystone cops there in the studio, something seemingly profound happened. I both agreed and disagreed with all of you at the same time. (laughs) How is that possible? I believe the reason the progressives will be successful in removing that language is twofold. Their point will be that the language unfairly associates transgender people with pedophilia. Since GLers don't agree with the whole protected class ideology in the first place, we can't even agree the legislation exists, let alone debate the nuances of the language in it. Therefore, any objections to language in a bill we generally disagree with by principle leaves us out of the game entirely. The political brilliance of this strategy paints the GLer into a corner. It's a lose-lose for the common sense citizen in both the short and long run. This is the progressive's forte, and we are not invited in. In my opinion, this is the old fumble ruski, a trick play taken from the 1984 Orange Bowl, where the Nebraska quarterback fumbled the snap on purpose and then ran a sweep to the right, Meanwhile, the offensive lineman recovered the fumble and left runs left into the end zone. All the announcers and camera people uh, followed the fake play while the real play was happening away from the intention of everyone. By the time it's recognized, it's too late. The interaction between all you guys looks like a micro example how this play will play out in a public forum. In my opinion, the touchdown for the progressives is the normalization and decriminalization of pedophilia, an absurd concept only a few years ago, but to me a goal, albeit an extraordinarily unpopular one, on behalf of the LBGTQ so-called representatives. Remember, the progressives don't actually act to strike the pedophile language from the protected class legislation. Everyone will be paying attention to the public clashes and headlines while the lawmakers continue to obfuscate the sexual norms of society through the ideology of the protected class strategy, which seems to be highly effective for them, which moves us closer to societal confusion and chaos, which benefits the ruling class since they will be called on to fix the problems of society. Seems to me the people most affected by this are average citizens and also those targeted and used as pawns left to argue and fight about it. Seems to me like a textbook strategy to fundamentally transform society without society's approval, or am I just overthinking it? Have a care, gentlemen. Spring is coming, and pretty soon the grass will, will be mowing. Get out there and mow. Bill from the Harley golf cart crew. I think I know what he meant. You guys? Will you read it again? No. I think I know what he meant. What did he mean? I'll be honest. They want to take the language of pedophilia out of the Human Rights Act because it was unfair to uh, assign pedophilia a protected class status. So the trans people are agreeing that pedophilia should not be a protected class status. But then he's saying uh, they didn't get rid of... But they didn't change the... uh, It didn't get enough votes, correct? It didn't get any votes. It was unanimous to leave it in. Yeah, that's what I thought. Democratic or Republican votes. 
Which was a good thing. Oh. Yes, that's a good thing. It, it yeah. stays in there. Yeah. Yeah. They were trying to. Yeah. Is that a curveball there, Mayor? Oh, it was a knuckleball. I missed it completely. <laughs> Knuckle curve. I swung over the top. Oh, the Reavers and Rookie. And then I swung under it, and then you I know, swung outside I, of it. I was so confused. I'm glad Chris said that because I thought, well, if I heard that right, but I'm not going to say anything because maybe I heard it wrong. Well, right, because they didn't. You're right. Yes, you're right, Chris. It, it, it's still it's, in the bill. Yeah, they just, they moved it louder it. for the kids in the back to hear. They moved it from the proximity to the other line, but they left it in there completely and unanimously voted it in. Tell me that again. And the LGBTQ <laughs> peeps, they're not down with, you know, kids. They're not, I don't. They're, they're against it. Yes. Yeah, they're being unfairly characterized as being in favor of this. What this guy is suggesting, I think, is that that is the current public posture, but that they're they're going to pull a fumble ruski, where they're going to run that way, and you think they got the ball, but pedophilia is going to run into the end zone on the other side of the field. We're going to pull a Jim Marshall. Yep. We're going to go the wrong way. Yep. Wrong end zone. But you're right. It's unfair to ascribe to trans people some predilection to pedophilia. That would be unfair today. Okay. Okay. Why don't you just do something? Rook, where do we stand on predilection? Well, I think we're going to uh, never use that word again Got because it. it's just too difficult. You want things easy in life, right? Well, yeah. that is why you check out. Ray and Welter Heating online at welterheating.com. For 100 years, that's four generations, they have been helping people in the Twin Cities. They're located in Minneapolis. I'll give you their phone number if you have questions, but I would like you to visit their website. They have a Q&A listed left and right. You might have your question answered for free. Nobody has to come out. You're, if you're not certain, go to welterheating.com. Or if you want to call somebody, somebody will answer the phone. It's not automated. 612-825-6867. So if you've got furnace problems, maybe you want to take care of that furnace before you shut her down for the rest of the year. Maybe you want to get an, a jump on that air conditioning unit. Or maybe you've got some air purification stuff you need looked at. Welter can do it. Again, 100 years, four generations, 612-825-6867. They love talking to garage logicians, and they are trustworthy they work with integrity remember air condition your shelter with ray and welter yeah i was a little confused by what he was talking about i know all right they have the president on do this and study this i'm glad we didn't have a quiz Following along, they just, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Rook and I were just discussing, John, how confused we were the last few minutes. How well, good is Jeremiah Johnson, John? What a oh, great movie! I haven't seen that in years, man. Every time it's on, I watch it, it's just amazing. Yeah, very good. Chris, I was glad you said that because I thought I didn't know if I missed something and I didn't want to sound like an idiot. So. You guys know how afraid I am of bringing something up like that because I sometimes drift in my thinking. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking I did. I'm thinking, wait a minute. I thought we didn't, I thought we shut that down. 
sometimes in life. Because <laughs> you know that that would have been the number one email we would have received. Is well, yeah. You God. idiots know that they didn't pass that, right? You idiots. Is he locked out? Yeah. <laughs> you know why? Because he beat me here today and he didn't unlock the door. What? Who is it? You're rapping. Who it is? <laughs> I told Joe what because I was behind Joe and at the stoplight in university, and there was a unmarked squad between the two of us. Yeah, and I was waiting for the green light to come and Joe to hammer on the gas. This <laughs> is when we Man, got here. Yeah. <laughs> ah. You forgot to unlock the door. I did. John, is Trish Cyrus famous other than being Billy's wife? That, uh, no. no okay. I mean, not that I know of. I, yeah. I don't, I'm not she the right one to exactly talk to. exactly like Miley. Holy Let's go crap. to John. Let's go to John. I'm not the guy. I'm, I'm not up on my, uh, you know. Sure you young, are. Young people stuff. She's not young. She's you know, your age. Ouch. Hell no, she's wow. got to be younger than that. She's not that old. <laughs> oh, Boy, there's a group wow. coming to town. I wish I would have been smart enough. We got all kinds of concert announcements today, man. I'm mad at the one you're going to bring up. Me? I'm bringing up three. So um, Are you bringing up M83? I'm not. They're at the Palace Theater. Have you ever heard anything about that? Is that the one that the space? <laughs> yeah. Just, the, just the one you. Yeah, I find the them you. fascinating. What did you learn about that? Remind me. I guess we could do it while we're doing the what show. Do you, what, are you, what do you mean? What did I learn about it? Because you went Joe on it. And you no, told it was, it was in French the, brothers. Right. Yeah, it was but a they TV got a good show, right? rock and roll band behind them. Okay. What's the name of that one song? You made us play over and Let over Let it again? ride. Uh, the one that was in the space. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember the name of it. It took me a while to find or track it down that that's what it was. Right. I do recall they got that. song something about a graveyard. That's a pretty good song. I haven't been to the palace for a concert. You were there for a wedding. No, I would have been there for a movie, maybe. Movie. Back in the day. Was okay. I? Did that was that open as a movie theater in my lifetime? The palace? Yeah. Um I don't know. Is that where you used to sneak O'Doul's into the icebox, Rook? Uh, it was no, that was Grandview. X. I went in Highland in the Grandview. <laughs> special X. Get ah. there quick. <laughs> well, are we ready? Are we waiting? waiting? You ready, Ken? Not quite. This movie's almost over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rolling. Well, let me tell you something. Hey. Let me tell you Mate Schmate. Here's Joe Suchere. Here's John Hyde. Here's Kenny Olson. Perfect timing. Our, the uh, yeah. Jeremiah Johnson, just the final scene right now. Beautiful. Great movie. Three divisions <laughs> at ProTurf, professionalturf.com. We've got the lawn care where they're going to throw down the chemicals. They're going to give you the best lawn on the block, by the way professionalturf.com if you want to sign up for that. They have a full irrigation division where they can set up and service your irrigation systems, either commercial or private homes. 
And then they have this landscaping division that works absolute miracles. If you want to maximize your outdoor living space, ProTurf can really help you out here. They're going to work with you to design your project, and they do it by looking into the future. A little trickery, digital photography and imaging software, so you'll actually be able to see how it looks before they even put one shovel in the ground. They specialize in, well, to dumb it down, everything outdoor-related. Whatever your dreams are, they can make it come true. It's really amazing. I know both Chris and I have had them do work, and boy, were we happy. And the best part of it, uh, for both of us, it forced the equity up, and we earned more when we sold those dumps. The best lawn in the neighborhood and an amazing outdoor environment. You can see all of their work at professionalturf.com. John, I, I must say this. I know it'll anger you, but I need to get it off my chest. Uh-oh. Did you note that uh, Michelle Obama did take some time off from her concern about the climate to fly to Barcelona I to did. join Springsteen on stage? I rest my case that he plays government music. Yeah, that's I'm, that's hard to... I'm really, really sorry that you basically have no knowledge or interest in rock and roll. So we can move on now if you'd like. Government music, baby. She's up there playing the whole song. I like when you. That's so gratuitous, though. But I'm glad she was able to put her side. Put aside. I don't know which of their. I don't know which of their oceanfront mansions they're worried about the high water. (laughs) I don't know which of their oceanfront (laughs) mansions she left from. But I, if I will get you a chance, she flew flew privately to Barcelona, and then appeared on stage and did glory days with the boss. So uh, it, let me let me really, ask you. Really, it was really nice. Let me ask you a philosophical question, and since yeah. you you know you're going to be a wise ass and bring it up. Right. So, it, all those times when there was a Republican president and he was against the Republican president, then it wasn't government music, right? Or or was I'm saying I'm confused by this. What so now? when Bush when Bush was president, you think he had Laura Bush on stage? No, that's exactly well, my point. My that's my point. point. He's a liberal government music. Well, He's, see, but he wouldn't be government then from 2000 to 2008 or whatever it was, right? Yeah, he didn't do much. No, he was. He was or, or what he, about the 80s? What about the 80s when Reagan was president? You no, know, he's, always, government music he's then? always sung propaganda from the left. Well, that's yeah. got nothing to do with... Oh, God. Yeah, he's government music. You, you government. guys are idiots, but that's all right. It's, I didn't say anything. Oh, I'm sorry, Chris. You're not an idiot. Neither it's, are you. Although I will say this. I will say this. Uh-oh. I will say this. Here's what I say. I couldn't Here's come up with a group. I couldn't come up with a group who would not have allowed her on stage. Well, yeah. Oh, well, you know Ted, I mean? Nug- Ted Nugent. Ted, Ted but, Nugent. You know, that's exactly what I was going to say. Rock. <laughs> How come the right doesn't have any good rock stars? See, rock and roll politicians have no place on a, a rock and roll stage. Oh boy, none at all. I agree. From either side. The Stones would have let her on stage. I don't want any politicians or pop people related to uh, on my rock and roll. Paul McCartney stage. would have let her on stage. Bruce Springsteen would have let her on stage. We're running out of big acts. Do you suppose Kanye? She, Kanye, did, I don't know. He's so nuts. Who knows? Kanye, who do you think she asked? Did she ask them or did he ask her? I don't know. Because that's a long. Well, stretch. you ain't gonna fly to Barcelona unless you're getting on stage, right? Yeah. But you're not well, gonna. You, you're not gonna. But we've turned this into a philosophic conversation, haven't we? Uh, no, you you're not have. gonna. I you're am. not gonna change, Kenny. Well, Kenny started this part. Uh, the fact, if you don't think politics was a big part of the opening of the history of rock and roll, then 
I don't, I don't know how to help you. Well, I, you I know, know, okay, Woody, Woody Guthrie, sure. Let's tell you. Well, no, I, I'm not even know. going to Woody Guthrie. I'm going to the right. 60s, yeah. into the 70s. I mean, three quarters of that was based on politics and social change. Joe's not Here's John Knight with the news. Kitchen. Thanks. We got more music talk coming up in about three stories, so we'll get into it there. All right. <laughs> uh, the man arrested for fires starting at two Minneapolis mosques is now facing federal charges for arson. A criminal complaint released by the U.S. Attorney's Office names 36-year-old Jackie Rom Little, also known as Joel Arthur Tooting of Plymouth, as the arson suspect in both the fire last Sunday at Masjid Omar Islamic Center and Monday's fire at Masjid al-Rama Mosque inside the Mercy Islamic Center. Minneapolis city leaders and law enforcement held a news conference on federal charges being filed against the man accused of starting fires at two Minneapolis mosques in the past week. Minneapolis Police Chief Brian O'Hara said the department is adding enhanced patrols near places of worship to try and ensure a swift response if someone calls 911 from a house of worship. Local leaders said partnerships on the local, state, and federal level made this arrest possible. Prior to the two arsons, the complaint says Little was allegedly seen on surveillance footage. Going into the Minneapolis District Office of U.S. Representative Ilhan Omar, he spray-painted 500 on the front door of the representative's office and took a picture of the graffiti. The complaint states that later in the same day, Little sprayed 500 on the side of a, of a patrol vehicle that was assigned to the Somali Minneapolis Police Department officer, as well as inside the entryway of a market inside Somali Mall. Officials say they have no idea what the 500 signifies. And as pointed out by Lou Raguse of CARE 11, mm -hmm. Jackie Little was also bailed out previously by the Minnesota Freedom Fund. Was that in the Minneapolis story that he was bailed out by the Freedom Fund? I cannot answer that. Is that, that story in today's paper? You go ahead, John. I'll see if sure. I can find it. Lost Fox, a restaurant in the lower town neighborhood of St. Paul, opened in April 2022. It's already been burglarized four times. Unreal. Owners of the business told Five Eyewitness News the latest break-in happened early Friday morning. Annie Rose, who owns Lost Fox with her husband Mike, says the window on the front door and a larger window at the front of the restaurant were both broken out by the thieves who made off with a small amount of cash in project. According to uh, a product, excuse me, not project. According to St. Paul Police Department records for just the lower town neighborhood from January 1 through April 28th, there have been 15 burglaries this year compared to 12 during the same period last year. Property crimes have remained steady, 123 in this time period in 2022 compared to 124 in 2023. Rose said a St. Paul police commander intends to visit Lost Fox on Monday to help the business strategize on ways to help stop future burglaries. Jackie Rom Little arrested mm -hmm. for the mosque fires has been charged with arson at least once before in Minnesota, according to court records in 2020. Did you read this, John? I did. I'm sorry if he did. Did you? Yeah, that was, yes. In 2021, police said uh, he set a gas can on fire on a former neighbor's car on Park Avenue. Oh, I didn't read that part, no. He was released on cash bail paid by the Minnesota Freedom Fund. Uh, according to Minnesota court records, he was to be evaluated for competency to stand trial in a year ago, uh, apparently what? he struggles with mental illness. Was he evaluated? Is it, it doesn't say. It doesn't hmm. say. Interesting. So the Freedom Fund came to the rescue and put this troubled character back on the street. All right. Thank you, Freedom Fund. 
Hiawatha Golf Course added to the National Register of Historic Places, which is curated by the National Park Service. The golf course's nomination for the registry was commissioned by the uh, Minneapolis-based Bronze Foundation and undertaken by historical consulting firm Hess Royce and Company, according to a news release from the Cultural Landscape Foundation. TCLF first stated that it believed Hiawatha Golf Course to be eligible for the National Register back in March of 2022. The foundation designated the golf course as a landslide nationally significant cultural landscape following proposed plans that threatened to reduce the course to only nine holes. It's unclear how this new designation could affect those plans. The course first opened back in 1934, became a popular place for black golfers to play. Last fall, the Minneapolis Park Board passed a $43 million plan that would reduce the course to nine holes and repurpose some of the remaining land. Construction of the course required dredging and filling because of its proximity to Lake Hiawatha, Some of the course is several feet below the lake level and has been prone to flooding over the years. Solomon Hughes, one of the best black golfers in the nation back in the 1940s, lived in Minneapolis and played there. While he and other black people golfed on the course, they weren't allowed to use the clubhouse. After pressure from Hughes and other black golfers, the course changed the policy, and the clubhouse now is named after Hughes. I don't get it, do you? Uh, Hiawatha? I just don't get it. Just don't get it. Uh, it's not an impressive course. Wet No, shoes. no, no. What I don't get is, wet you, shoes. hey, 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 you can't use the clubhouse. I don't get it. I don't get that. I, I don't get it. The one question I want answered apparently cannot be yet, and that is, do, does this mean they can't touch the course? Yeah, that, and they don't know that. They don't uh, know that yet. Nobody has really uh, addressed, shall we say, that question. Uh, lots of uh, concert announcements, more music talk. I like it to round out the local portion of the news. When does that government act arrive here, Springsteen? Isn't he? Isn't this he was already. He was, he was already here. Yeah. 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 Did Michelle show, Obama yeah. show up? She, she did. Uh, she did. Uh, was Walls and the First Lady there? That yeah. kind Tina of, Smith was there. She, Tina, yeah. yeah. Got great reviews from the folks that know rock and roll. So yeah. uh, anyway, uh, older <laughs> folks will have a chance to say goodbye to Aerosmith this fall at the Excel Energy Settle. A center Monday they might have morning. to do that one without me. Monday morning, venue officials announced the band will perform in St. Paul Monday, November 13th, as part of its farewell tour, which they titled Peace Out. The tour starts in Philadelphia September 2nd, ends January 26th in Montreal, although they said they may add some more shows to that. Uh, it looks like uh, opening act, actually, the Black Crows, that'd be cool, will be performing during the tour. Tickets will go on sale Friday, May 5th. A Target Field in Minneapolis is hosting a two-night festival-style concert series in July, billed as the, quote, biggest rock weekend of the year. The Killers will headline TC Summerfest's first night on July 14th. The Flaming Lips, Death Cab for Cutie, Cannons, and it to be announced at a different band, John. The Flaming yeah. what? Lips. Licks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Licks, I almost said. It's a Kiss it, cover band, lips. Flaming Licks. Uh, flaming Oklahoma. Lips. I bet there's no other rock band from Oklahoma. They're they're pretty the good. Flaming too. Lips. I like a lot of their stuff. They're weird. They're as a cover hell, band. But, uh, what? They're pretty much a cover band. No, they aren't. Oh, okay, John. I, I tried them. Uh, the I, hell? I tried them. They and, bounce around in a big balloon. And, they uh, you know. politely declined. Yeah. All right. I have bands from Oklahoma. Are you ready? Yeah. Sure. Flaming Lips. That's it. Yeah. The Gap Band. Yeah. Oh. The Gap Band's great. Yeah. What are you talking yeah, about? A fine band, yeah. They were uh, All American Rejects, yeah. uh, the Willis Brothers. Don't you know, know what? I really—that's okay, Chris. Yeah, we, I'm glad you we, looked that you're up. You're the one that mentioned. Yeah, 
Second night of the uh, Kings Target. Of Leon. Kings of Leon. They're canning. Kings of Leon. Uh, second night of a, no old bands, though, obviously, from the 60s. That's weird. Uh, anyway, uh, the second night of this extravaganza will feature the Imagine Dragons band. They'll headline the second night of July 15th. I just sounded like I was 90 saying that. The Imagine Dragons band will be they on hand. guitars and stuff. Uh, they will be joined that night by AJR, Chelsea Cutler, and Talk. Another grandstand show has been announced for this year's State Fair Concert Series. Fair officials announcing early this morning the Black Keys will be performing with the Velveteers Thursday, August 24th. Black Keys, Grammy-nominated group for the Best Contemporary Blues album, known for songs like Wild Child, Good Love, and It Ain't Over. Black Keys are a good band. Come on, Joe. Yeah, you like the Black Keys, I thought. Your problem, John, is that you don't dislike anybody. Oh, there's plenty oh, of bands. That's I just not want true to... at all. Yeah, ask Chris. There's plenty of bands. I just <laughs> you're not. You're not very. Dis... What's the word I want? You're not very discretionary. You're. You like everybody. You're about as full of. Let me paraphrase my father. Oh, John you're likes as... everybody. You're as full of beep as a Christmas hey, goose. There, I just. When is your apology to the state of Oklahoma? Are you ready? Oh, yeah. who? Guess who is also from Oklahoma? Willie Ooh. Nelson. Color me bad. I don't know that. Oh girl. my God, that's. <laughs> Come no, oh, I like them. They're really good because I like every band. Willie <laughs> Nelson is 90 years old. Yeah. I wouldn't say that John isn't discretionary. I would say, and I find this very, very, a very irritating trait in John, that he looks for and seems to find the good in almost all bands that really, really suck. I'll right. tell that's, you what it true. is. I have a real problem with people who can't go on stage and play music telling me how bad somebody else is. That's the problem I have. Even well, with I local bands, that, it so. drives me nuts when that's somebody a, that's goes... That's a really good point, actually. If somebody stands yeah. up and says, God, this band sucks, a local band, I think to myself, well, okay, Find tell you what. New word, you, you go up there. It's not our job to do that. It's our job to sit there and be entertained. And if you don't well, entertain John, us... Well, you've just eliminated the entire profession of criticism. Well, I... I I don't look at it that way with professional Okay, bands, then, John, too. you can't hit a fastball, so are you allowed to criticize Aaron Judge? Oh, I could. Oh, I, could oh. uh, I, uh, I led my college team in hitting two years ago, Chris. Oh, I could hit a fastball, okay? okay? You play? You even play? Okay. Okay. Now, now hey, wait a minute, though. I don't... Oh, don't even... Here's a band. I think we got him. No, I'm still... Oh, I don't care I, about the baseball part. I'm talking about the music part. You can't write here's a, a book. Here's a band I don't like. You ready? We had a rock and roll death in a band. I'll tell you, I didn't really like. Liked yeah. a couple songs by him. Didn't like the band. Who? Tim Backman has died. Co-founding oh, yeah, guitarist. No, it's Backman. Oh. Trust me. Co-founding huh? guitar. It's Backman, not Bachman. Yeah, but it was Backman. Nobody, nobody Backman. says Backman. It's Backman. Randy Bachman does. They're related. Randy Bachman says Backman, so maybe you should watch an interview with him. Tim Backman, the co-founding oh guitarist. And now you're a snob. No, he's obtuse. He's it's obtuse. his real name! You're being obtuse. <laughs> you're being an ah. Oh, uh, Tim Backman, the co-founding <laughs> guitarist and vocalist. Oh, right, laugh. Go, baby, laugh. Oh. Still? Oh, yeah. He's injured still? Yeah. Uh, Tim Backman has died. Now, let's give Tim his due, even though his band was... The Starlight Mints are also mediocre. Did uh, what's his face ever play with them? The guy I like, the singer, the Canadian singer, Burton Cummings. 
uh, Burton Cummings. Did he play with Dakman Turner? Jesus God. You know, why am I arguing music with somebody who doesn't know anything about it? See, Randy Bachman was the original uh, guitarist with, well, not the original, but he was with Burton Cummings in Guess Who. Guess Who. He wrote for Ooh. like the song, <laughs> like the song Undone. Randy Bachman wrote Guess that. Who's laughing. <laughs> then they got into a big feud when Bachman oh, quit the band. Yeah. I'm just wondering to tomorrow's email, who's going to get more hate oh, mail, yeah. Joe or John? It's, it's going to be, be fun. Fantastic. It's going to be let's, fun. Let's talk some more about Tim and give him his due, shall we? Yeah. All right. Sure. He was he was uh, he was in a band called Brave Belt after Randy Backman left the Guess Who with Burton Cummings. They started a band called Brave Belt. Three Backman brothers and Fred Turner. They eventually changed their name to Backman Turner Overdrive. Had a bunch of hits, including one of the worst songs ever, Taking Care of Business, and a good song, Let It Ride. Taking Tim, Care of Business has one of the greatest bass lines in, oh, in God music. It's just so swampy. You, you want to talk government music. You want to no. talk government music. <laughs> well, the Jesus lyrics might God. be government music. but the Boy, music. get up every morning from the alarm clocks. Morning, take the 815 into the city. I mean, he's taking care of business. He's taking care of business, yeah. and the girls look pretty. I can't. I feel bad. Well, you guys are debating this. <laughs> you guys are arguing about this, and all I can think of is sweet emotion. God, I love that song. Well, that's Why don't you go see song. him? Then they're coming to town. It's a great song. Yeah. I don't love it. That should we? Much. Uh, should we take a break at the final? Yes, where do you put them, John? Big talker. It. Where do you put the Aerosmiths? Uh, I think Aerosmith's first three albums were beautifully wonderful. Then they, I thought they hit a really bad streak in the uh, early eighties. Well, yeah, late, they were shooting each other and late, playing late, dead. And... Late eighties, they uh, made a bit of a comeback with some good songs, but the albums are very spotty at best. Aren't with they a couple America's of good songs. Stones, man. Who did they did they play with Run DMC? Is that who that song yeah, was? Walk yeah. 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 yeah, Walk This Way. They did Walk This Way. I rather enjoyed that. Yeah, that was I, I like that. Was weird enough that was a, I loved it. There were some of the later songs. Uh, 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 what's the one? Uh, Jaded. Jaded's a very good song. Uh, but the albums were very spotty that compared to the first dude three. Dude looks like a lady is a piece of crap. Yeah, see, they kind of hit a bad what spot. What about Janie though. Got a Gun? So, Janie Got a Gun, I like. No, I yeah, like Janie Got garbage. a Gun. That's a good song. Take a, just gun. take a break. I'm gonna make a list. Well, when we take a break, I'm gonna make a list of bands I hate. Okay. Do what now? <laughs> Do what now? I don't know. Who's got an ad? Everybody. I don't. <laughs> I hey, don't. Pat. Actually, yes. Oh, you weren't yeah, coming yeah. in. Why? Do, why? Why are you doing? Because you knew he was gonna turn around. <laughs> The number 500 has a lot of really confusing number meanings. Nine? Number, number nine? Number nine? What does it mean, I wonder? Well, it's got a bunch of meanings. Remember, the guy's got, you know, the and, cheese slipped off this guy's cracker. And huh? some of them are biblical <laughs> meanings, and they have to do with angels. Yeah. Oh. When the heat got on. You dug yourself a hole, didn't mm -hmm. you? What the cheese slipped off the cracker? What the hell are you talking about? Was I uh, not supposed to take a break? my grandpa there? would say. <laughs> Chris, was oh, I not okay. supposed to break? What? There. Was I not supposed to break? Oh, you there? were supposed to. Thank oh, you. okay. We just didn't have anything in to break I because thought, yeah, be. if you guys could time. if you guys could hang tight, I have to play an ad here. Hang ah. tight.
We haven't had many roofers join us on Garage Logic, but Pete is with us from Hire a Pro, and he wants to explain to you how they do what they do. Hey, Joe. In the end, I got tired of door knockers, and, you know, the profits on residential roofing are obscene. I came up with a better way to get it done. At Hire a Pro, we help the homeowner get their roof replaced from their insurance proceeds so that they can earn what a roofing company normally would in profits instead. Yeah, but I thought I thought it works like this. The homeowner isn't supposed to make money on their insurance claim. So let me ask you this. When it hails on the roof of somebody who owns a roofing company, do you think the insurance company is making them find another company to do the job? Uh, no. That's right. It's legal to make money on it, but it's illegal for a contractor to pay you for the job. Most people just don't know a crew. They don't know what materials to get. We take care of all of that for them so that they can earn like a roofing company would, replacing their own roof. So look, if insurance has approved your roof replacement, give these guys a call at 651-402-3400. That's 651-402-3400. Or visit them online at hireadot.com. Pro. That's higher. Uh, then put the dot there. Pro. Not sure. All right. <clears throat> Let's fight about music again. I like Kings of Leon. Actually, I'm. I liked their first two albums. Then they. Didn't they break up? That one album was really good. Yeah, the I don't know one. if it was their first or second. It one. was their first one. Really yeah. good. I like a group called My Morning Jacket. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, I saw Kings of Leon at First Ave. What year was that? Back when I used to have fun. Two thousand eight, maybe. It was right after I started working here. Damn, that was a fun show. What's that one song that just rocks? Just rocks. How, why would a parent uh, name, uh, if your surname is James, why would they name their kid James? Oops. I thought they had that. Jim G James is the Jimmy? guy in my morning. Oh, game. I see what you're saying. Jimmy James? That's a great name. No, come up with something, you know, completely away from James. What like, if your last name was Webb and you named your child Spider? Spider. Yeah, that just happened. I don't know who that was. That was just pointed out to me. Charlotte. What was he? Zuckerman's famous pig? Oh, that's so sad at the end. What? When Charlotte dies? Uh, is it obscenely windy down there? <laughs> yes. Yes. My garbage and recycling tipped over twice this oh, morning. I had to go up there and pick up all that recycling. Yeah. Finally, I put a couple of blocks, concrete blocks on the lids. I was kind of worried that the driver was going to have to get out because they've got these trucks that the arms come out and pick yeah, up the Yeah, we have those camp. in the city, too. And um, they, the, the same truck picks up both the recycling and the garbage. And they took the, your bricks. And uh, no, it was really cool. That's what I was going to say. The arm comes out and the guy grabbed it and he shook it and the block just fell right off. It wow. was awesome. Huh. Yeah. Uh, those split body garbage trucks though, are pretty cool. Yeah, that's really fun. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so are we doing that? You, should be, here than... you should be a DFL politician for how little you care about outstate. Yeah, so you really should. Well, yeah. you're, you know, you're acting like a big shot because you got a fancy garbage truck. We got the same truck. 
got the same thing. Here's my dilemma, Such. What should I do for a couple of years when I change oil on something? I end up dumping it out of the uh, oil pan and into like a gallon jug. Yep. And then I've got one of these big 500-gallon totes that I pull out, put all my waste oil into. Yep. What do I do with the old jugs that have oil residue in them? They can be recycled. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. You, 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 sure you can get it. You can. you can do it. John, did you mention ProTurf? Uh, you know, I didn't. Are we doing another segment of news? Here? Yeah, yes. let's go. Yes, we are. Let's okay, go. I'll mention it coming into this then. Let's go. The name of the song is Crawl by Kings of Leon, John. That's oh, the one good. you should listen to. Let's go. To. Sweet. Here we go. Are you crawling? Ready? Are you ready, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> We're not, we don't have to be in a hurry. Patrick's not coming. That's in, true. Yes, I will be here. You better tell him I'm not doing it tomorrow. We'll figure it out. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm rolling. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. The Tri-State Bobcat sale on the Toro Time Cutters zero-turn mowers. That continues through May. Listen to these prices on these machines. The 42-inch Time Cutter zero-turn, 2999 if you don't have a huge lawn, that is your baby. The 50-inch time cutter, 3499 And the jewel, the ace of the staff, the 60-inch Titan, zero max with the MyRide suspension, $6,499. Worth every penny. The MyRide suspension is amazing. Totally tames rough terrain and makes mowing a large yard or acreage a whole lot easier on your body. And those Kawasaki engines, super powerful, very reliable. And when you check them out, the Toro design and build, they really make maintaining and cleaning the units very, very easy. Not a lot of worthless panels and crap on them. It's it's really cool. And when you go to Tri-State Bobcat and you, you start examining the Toro time cutters, you're going to see why Toro is the leader in the lawn care industry and then you're going to notice when you walk around Tri-State Bobcat, all the fun and cool machines and toils, uh, toys they sell and rent. Oh, it's just awesome. Great places. Three locations in the metro, Burnsville, Little Canada, and Hudson, and Mankeys down in Owatonna, also part of the Tri-State family. Spend some time on the website, tristatebobcat.com. I had to move a car yesterday from Plymouth to St. Paul. I didn't want to drive it on the freeway, so I took it on Winnetka south as far as i could and then it was a t and i had to take a left and uh that highway seven no i don't know where i was i was officially lost at this point although i knew you know crosstown was to the east of me i knew vaguely where i was but i drove through a to the east of you yep drove through a very quiet area where it said police training underway and uh i thought wow i'm glad they're not shooting or anything right now and there was nobody on the streets, and the streets were empty. And I thought at any moment there would be a, you know, a car chase or something. Did you st- coming around the corner? And yeah. Did you stretch the cables a little bit? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Here's Johnny. Thanks, Joe. Uh, the uh, arguing about music and news has been brought to you by ProfessionalTurf.com. And uh, I did because, you know, Joe drives me nuts sometimes like he did today. So I wrote down a bunch of bands I don't like. And this will get me more oh emails. God. You just, you FYI'd me, yourself. This, this will get me more emails than anything I've ever <laughs> okay, said FYI, about Donald Trump it. or anything. Um, I hate almost all the hair bands. Not all, but but almost all the hair bands. I'm not going to uh, argue with you. Poison me. 
Poison, uh, Bon Jovi. Oh, they're all I, dreadful. I, I think aside from one song, Bon Jovi's horrible. I think is yeah. Van Halen a hair band? Well, but I wouldn't hate them. I like Van Halen. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Journey, I don't get it all. That'll oh, that's dreadful. We're we're in agreement, John. We're in agreement. All right, good. Uh, Kansas, great musicians, but just the worst lyrics ever. We're in agreement. We're in agreement. Uh, Creed was an awful band. We're in agreement. Uh, I don't get Duran Duran, even if they got got elected to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I still don't get Duran Duran. Uh, Winger, they count as a hair band. Uh, Starship was a brutally awful band, especially with its coming from the Jefferson Airplane. Coming from what it came from, it was a disappointment. It it was beyond a disappointment. It was awful. Uh, I don't, I don't get Coldplay at all. I, I just, I don't oh, understand. Oh, thank Coldplay. you. I just think they're I, dreadful. Look at all the agreement. Dreadful. Well, see, there's, there's a song, dreadful. Or, there's a song or two by train. I like, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, drops of, what is it? Jupiter? Rick? Drops Dave of, Matthews. Yeah. That's government music. Dave Matthews. There's a couple songs by them. I like too, but I, I don't, I, I don't know anything by him. Uh, Oasis. I don't get Oasis. Um, I saw them live. Yeah, so did I, and I agree with John. Yeah, uh, that's all I could write in that short period of time we took during a break. Uh, the other category that I always uh, there's a lot of bands that I think are really overrated that I don't love or hate, but but you have I no just opinion. I just think no, I have right. an opinion. Like there's there's bands I like songs a lot by, but I just think their reputation is not what it should be. Like, like the door, the doors. I th- I, there's oh, some I've, I've songs. never been a Doors fan. There's a the couple doors. songs. The doors. Well, there's a few the songs Eagles. by The Doors I love, but I just think they're overrated. Overrated Joe, gibberish. Now I'm going to get Joe just to break a window. You ready? Yeah. Uh, highly overrated, although I like some songs by Pink Floyd. Okay, that's all I got for now. Uh, well, you're, you're just wrong. Dark See? Side of the Moon doesn't have a dead beat on it. It's just oh, uh, fantastic. Time. Uh, no, you're wrong on that. That's fine. But wish we, you were we, here, we agreed, John. We, wish you were here. Yeah, I love it. My God, I, that's a masterpiece. How did I preface this, Kenny? There's songs by them I love, but I think they're overrated. Where are you that's on YouTube? Uh, you two, uh, they're close to overrated, but there's songs by them I love. I, I do. There's albums You're by a them. Fan of the Joshua Tree, I know that. The, I'm a fan of the Joshua Tree, and there's one or two other albums I thought were really good as albums. And then all the albums have some good songs, but I, I think, you know, in the panel. I didn't turn on them until I saw them live. And then I was like, okay, you guys love yourselves a little bit too much. Where did you see them at, tar- at the field? Target, yeah. Outside, Target. I mean? No. Yeah, Target inside. Center. Yeah. So what's the one too. song? Was it New Year's Day by U2? Yeah. I love uh, that's that what song. Freddie Mertz would use for a theme song. To this day, I, I have post-traumatic stress disorder. When I hear that song, all I think of is, how, how am I going to get out of this uh, situation? Screener boy. Yeah, screener boy. Screener boy. Who is this Patrick? That John, calls? I think that uh, we just uh, forged ahead here with a tremendous amount of agreement. I don't think you guys are holding hands, skipping along. But I think we we Wouldn't it be great if politics were like this, yeah. where two sides could come together yeah. and make well, an agreement that fits well, everybody? Through the years, Joe and I have agreed on tons of music. Yeah. Anyway, and we disagreed on music. So yeah. it's just, you know, today, you know, he, he pushed it so far with his damn lingo. Well, and I, 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 I knew the minute I saw Michelle on stage, I knew I got to give Height some grief about this. Your your willingness, willingness, that is what started all this. Yeah. Isn't your it? willingness to bite on a hook. Just it comes back at you every day, John. I mean, I sent that lure into the atmosphere talk, yeah. about 48 hours yep. ago. You listen, I will talk music 
as opposed to the news any day of the week. And, and John, you not only bit on it, you swallowed it. So we literally have to gut you to get that lure out of your oh, gullet. You're, you're a, a salmon who was spawning bad. and then eaten by the bear. How's that for a metaphor? Well, some days wow. the yeah. bar yeah. eats you. you and some days you, you eat the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Something like, like that. that. All right. Uh, some more news here. I'm going to skip that story because that one's depressing as hell. Uh, the Vatican is involved in a peace mission to try and end the conflict between Russia and Ukraine, that, according to Pope Francis. Yeah, he, said this on, Pope. he said this on Sunday, telling reporters during a flight home after a three-day visit to Hungary that he was willing to do everything that has to be done. Meanwhile, Ukraine said on Sunday its troops are holding on to parts of the eastern city of Bakhmut, focus of a prolonged Russian assault, while the head of a major pro-Moscow force said his men were making progress. Budapest Ar- is in Hungary, correct? Yes. yes. Is correct. Buda and Pest, are they rivers? Staff, anyone? I, I don't. I've anyone? never heard of that. I can look that up. Why would I know that? You what, should what, know that. It's a world what, event. Well, world how of, come you don't know it? I th- I think, I'm thinking they're rivers. Huh. Buddha and Pest are rivers. Which side of the river are you on? Buddha versus Pest. Um, that's what... Or are they two towns, towns. On, on either side of a river? Budapest is both a city and a county. forms the center of the Budapest metropolitan area. So it's not a river. It's a different thing. It's the a, Danube River. Is it the Danube that goes through Budapest? Yes. Oh, the then. Pride of Hungary. I see. Yes. Huh. I've never been to Hungary. It is the ninth largest city in the European Union. What about Spain? Uh, I've never been to Spain. And Do you kind of like the music, though? Or? I have famous bands uh, from Buda and the Plains. <laughs> Would you like the what? top ten bands from Hungary? No. Oh. no. <laughs> Written by Hoyt Axton, Kenny. Nice reference. I like it. You're welcome. Archaeologists from two universities in Naples, Italy. I love these stories. Found the Who remains of Naples. Ancient temple submerged in the Western Mediterranean for 2,000 years, according to ancient origins. The Nabatean temple was dedicated to the god Dishara, as believed to date back to a time when those people lived in the Phlegrian Peninsula. The temple's link to the Nabateans was confirmed by the discovery of two Roman marble altars that suggest the temple was built during the time when the Nabateans were living under the Roman Empire's control. The discovery represents evidence of a presence of those people in the area, revealing the richness and vastness of commercial, cultural, and religious exchanges in the Mediterranean basin in the ancient world. According to historians, during the imperial era of Rome, the Nabatean kingdom uh, kingdom established a base of operations on the Italian coast, and Puteoli was the largest commercial port in the Roman Mediterranean, making it an active and attractive location for the trade-minded people i and just saw a neat i'm sorry john go ahead that's right no i was just going to say if you're wondering why it ended up in the water which i was i had to look it up apparently land shifts and volcanic activity in that area of italy tend to on occasion have the water come over cities it's happened several times apparently there was a neat website i saw over the weekend where and i didn't do it damn it but you could you could uh plug in your state minnesota and find out where minnesota was on the earth you know, built millions and millions oh, cool. and millions of years oh, ago. Cool, yeah. I think we were over by Budapest. Hmm. Yeah. By the day like Then we got sick of the taxes and we moved. Right. Right. We came over here. Uh, from the yikes category, a baseball player for Texas A&M Texarkana was shot while standing in the bullpen during a home game on Saturday. 
The Texarkana Police Department posted to Facebook Saturday evening that it was investigating the circumstances. It looks like the pitcher was struck by a stray bullet from some type of altercation in a nearby neighborhood west of the park. The school said in a statement Saturday, the unidentified player was being treated at a local hospital, was in stable condition. The police department said the player is 18 years old. The police say they're still trying to figure out where the bullet came from. Did they catch this word I can't say in Texas yet? Uh, oh, the the guy just, who shot the five neighbors? I just went back there. That's the story I skipped earlier. A widening manhunt for a Texas gunman who fatally shot five neighbors continues to come up empty. They now have over $80,000 in reward money up for it. And uh, according, uh, this is uh, kind of scary. James Smith, FBI special agent, says as of right now, we have zero leads. Hmm. I have the, a question about that. Mm -hmm. He was in this country illegally, correct? Yes. He had appears. been deported, was it five or six times, Johnny? Yep. Uh, uh, I, got, I have several. That's all I have in my story. Well, so we I'm don't have sure. much of a border. No, we don't. But I was just wondering, and I, I I don't mean to turn this into a gun issue, but how did he obtain his you, weapon? You can get a gun and get you a gun by three o'clock. Seriously. I mean, what's, what? that's not a problem. Okay. There's a lot well, of guns. The other weird part is uh, police have been there several times Thank because you. they were shooting his gun, but apparently they say that's common in that area. Th Guys that's where I was going to go next. Cause he, th th this hadn't been the first time that they were called. Yeah. So that's, I guess, what I was just wondering. They'd been there several times. And in this instance, if you haven't heard the story, five people from a family were killed because the guy got mad. They asked him to stop shooting his gun. He came over and shot five. Well, he shot more than five, but he shot five and killed five people. And he's oh, including a kid, including, including an eight-year-old. Yeah. Yep. Uh, authorities uh, say five other people were in the house at the time uninjured. And the dad says the dad didn't get killed because his wife told him to go inside telling the dad he won't shoot a woman. Well, obviously oh shot the wife. And anyway, uh, the guy said they had called police five times that evening and police, apparently it's a little ways out. It's a remote area. Police hadn't had time to get there yet. So it's like turning into the wrong driveway. Yeah. Only worse, more, more numbers. Yeah. So you saw that at the daily mail where Minnesota was. Yeah. Where were ago. we? We were, we were moving. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hard to describe. But it was a huge move. <laughs> I remember we had to pack everything up and now see your wagon out. There were no people uh, here. No, no, they left already. <laughs> no rookies picturing boxes. The uh, yeah, <laughs> what is she, a stagecoach? Yeah, Two stagecoach covered uh, covered wagon. <laughs> Team of horses. Uh, to get across the ocean. Those big horses trunks. Can swim. Yeah. Yeah, big steamer trunks. Yeah. Took the Titanic. The earth really has changed topography. There you go. Oh. Yep, it sure has. Speaking <laughs> of fun. Speaking All right, of I got to go home and mow the lawn. I'll yeah, I think it's later. time. Maybe too. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you later. We'll topography, be back in a moment. Call here. me now. Yeah. <laughs> Just like sitting around the hardware store. Jesus it really Christ. was, wasn't it? It really was. <laughs> Hey, did you guys see that story over the weekend? <laughs> All right. Uh, hang tight. Oh. <laughs>
Not a Garage Logic Town Council member. Here's what you're missing. So starting next Friday, yes, sir, through October 1st, we're taking Fridays off. What? Okay. We got to look into that. <laughs> no more Fridays, May. Let's look into that. Yeah, let's look into Yeah, let's do it, Cookie. Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at garagelogic.com. I need some time off. I got a lot of stuff to get done. Hey, what, what day does that newsletter come out? Saturday. Usually it's three days after I hear God bleeping bleeping. <laughs> I can't type. Uh, I gotta have some time off. Seriously. Okay. Uh, I got a lot of stuff to do. I, I got a lot going on. I got a lot of things in my mind. Oil got change. My mind. Got oil change. All stuff like that. Yeah. What stuff. else? You know, business. Wash the windows. Yeah. I gotta uh I gotta show you guys what I found at an antique store. I thought it was really cool. My wife thought it was stupid as hell. See this thing? The pencil holder. It's, and it's it's got a Honduran hand carving. Yeah. And you can store your pencils there. And then it's got a notepad there. See? Isn't that cool? All right, then. <laughs> got her. What you, what'd you give for it? $2.99. Yeah. $2.99 I paid for Is it. Is it worth then, taking the Antiques Roadshow, I wonder? Well, I looked Something. it up on eBay, and so they're all selling. There's like five of them online, twenty like 25 bucks. Some seven-year-old Honduras kid slaved for about six very, months carving that out and got paid a half a cent. Yeah. Very possible. Very possible. Do pencils go. come with it, John? No, I, I had to put my own oh, pencils in that. Yeah. Battery's not included. What's yeah. left for ads? Kenny's got one. And that's it? Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> How about that topography, huh? Yeah, it's changed a lot. It's, whatever. Boy, it's on the that? move, it looks like. It's Earth's still moving. topography. Boy, what, what's the deal with the Earth's topography? What's the deal I mean, with that? Call me now. I'm wrong. What'd you miss? I made it. Everything. <laughs> the show. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. We as GLers love the do-it-yourself stuff. We also help stuff that... Uh, helps our engines last longer, run better. We love our cylinders. And we also know one easy way you can do that is using seafoam motor treatment to clean the fuel system. It's an easy way to stay ahead of uh, preventable engine problems. They really make our lives easier. Seafoam motor treatment, it helps engines run better and last longer. It's safe, it's easy to use in all sorts of cylinders. Just pour it in the fuel tank. Seafoam does all the heavy lifting. You can pick this stuff up everywhere um auto parts stores of course big box little box uh, hardware stores the knack grocery stores bakeries um i even saw it in a tuxedo store one time couldn't believe it there's a whole i mean they're renting a tuxedo there's a whole shelf of seafoam you're yeah, lying you might not believe that and i don't blame it <laughs> I, um, I do believe it but it truly is a wonderful product in a world of bad gas it's gl's favorite seafoam uh, Bert has a good point about the dope. Uh, the dope's being legalized now, right? In yep. Minnesota. Yeah. The, dope. the dope. The dope. He said, if I still use the dope, I could likely make two phone calls and find some tasty herb for personal use. I would probably prefer prefer to buy from Dave to avoid the tax sting. <laughs> 
Isn't that Dave. correct? Won't a lot of people still get it from who they get it from now? Yes, they're and not going to pay the taxes. That uh, that story was over the weekend. There are two states it's legal, and they are having that problem. Yeah. Uh, California and I think Colorado might have been the other. The illicit drugs are still selling more because the price is higher on the normal market from taxes. So, so he wants to know what's going to happen to the street weed market. I see a lot of people, I, w I would guess that they would start growing it themselves and yeah. just eliminate all of that. Only because they come to us. I have no opinion. <laughs> all the way from, no, wait, time out, emergency, uh -oh. new location. Where are we? We needed to renew our passports. We attempted to do this numerous times at the U.S. consulate in Johannesburg, South Africa. Each time we tried to call different days, different times each day, we were transferred to another department. This phone just rang and never was answered. They are short-staffed due to COVID, they say. Boy, that COVID's wreaked a lot of havoc. So we needed to leave South Africa due to our 90-day visas expiring and won't be returning for over a year. We decided Ooh. to return to the U.S. to renew our passports and chose Florida That's probably while all. we wait for our passports to be renewed. After Florida, we'll be touring the world again and spending a year in Europe and South America. So today, only because they come to us all the way from Fernandia, the Villages, Florida, ah. from the Traveling Limans. Where's that? That's uh, in the middle of the South. state. On this day Southeast. in 1840, <laughs> this day in 1840. Joe, welcome to May. Today is May 1st. May Day. May Day. Joseph Haskell uh, finished conducting his farmhouse near Afton. He was the first commercial farm north of Prairie du Chien. Constructing, Kenny. Kenny looks puzzled. Constructing. Oh, oh. On this day in 1896, May 1st. the U.S. government opened three-quarters of the Red Lake Indian Reservation of Ojibwe, the region north and east of 13 towns in Polk County, Badger, then they name them all. Uh, 1926 on this day, Sauk Center Sinclair Lewis declined the Pulitzer Prize for his novel Aerosmith, saying that awards inhibit creativity and make writers lazy. Wow. What? Or reward you for good stuff. On this day Maybe. in 1933, prompted by Governor Floyd B. Olson, the Minnesota legislature passed an emergency law stopping farm foreclosure sales. The Great Depression and the Dust Bowl had hurt farmers throughout the nation, and they had responded to foreclosures by organizing the farmer's holiday, which attempted to stop the sale of farm products until prices rose. Wilmer's John Bosch, who revered the nonviolent ideas of Mohandas Gandhi, led the state farmer's holiday movement. And finally, on this day, uh, in 1976, Mayday, Mayday. St. Paul's Frank Boyd Park was dedicated to a fighter for his class, his race, and his union. Born in Kansas, Boyd moved to Minnesota in 1904 and joined the Brotherhood of Sleeping Car Porters Union in 1925, rising to secretary-treasurer in the organization. 
Active in DFL politics, he was one of the first two African-Americans to cast votes in the Electoral College in 1944. He died on May 2nd, 1962. Hmm. So tomorrow, maybe on this day, there'll be a May 2nd that said, that says, uh, Frank Boyd died on this day in uh, 1962. Thank you, GLers. GLers, do us a favor and listen to the rookie. Hey, uh, because I do have some things to tell you. Uh, This being Monday, I want you to go start your week out right by visiting PodMN on your smartphone. And if you're out and about, you're going to find a podcast to your liking, but it's housed at PodMN on your smartphone. Then sneak over to the uh, YouTube channel and subscribe to Garage Logic. We need you to subscribe. It's free. Just subscribe there, and you will be entertained. Then, finally, you want to go to garagelogic.com and check out the town council, which you sign up for 10 bucks a month or $100 for the entire year. And you may be very eligible for a $10 Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Store gift certificate just for signing up. It's a great deal. GarageLogic.cha. Got a game seven tonight. Ranger at the devil. Can anyone give me the lineage of the devils? No. Hartford? Nope. Hartford's Carolina. Seattle? Nope. Kansas City. Kansas City Scouts? Scouts. Colorado Rockies, yep. New Jersey Devils. <coughs> bingo, bango, bongo. Can anybody give me the history of the North Stars? Yeah, oh. they were a f- expansion franchise in 1967. Find that on uh, North Star Confidential? Yep, I had that. <laughs> what was the hard-hitting theme of North Star? Tonight's <laughs> game is at 730. <laughs> All right, I got to... Uh... Lori Mosby. What was your theme for North Star Confidential? I don't what remember. What was the prep work? I mean, what? The current avalanche are the Quebec, were the Quebec Nordiques. Which was a great logo. Which should have a team instead of Arizona playing in Aldrich Arena. Right. Uh, Mike Thompson T-back. from the Star Tribune did get back to me. Yeah. He said he apologizes that the show was done by the time he got the message. Well, invite him on. <clears throat> okay. Haven't seen a cartoon since his first one. Quebec. Yeah, I've been there. I like Quebec. I like it better than France. Did you know that the Canadian's head coach has to speak French? I've known that for about 40 years. (laughs) (laughs) I learned that years ago. I think Ottawa would be a cool city, too. I've never been to Ottawa. Because you can skate to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got the canals. Is that the Saddle Dome? That's Calgary. 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 How many teams get in the NHL playoffs? 16? 16. John, don't forget to send me news stories. Please. Oh, thank you. Okay. How many Enjoy. teams in the league? 32. Hmm. You should go to Climate Pleasure Arena. I've decided what we're going to do when we go through Kansas City. Instead of going to see a baseball game, we're going to go over to Topeka. There's a museum over in Topeka, Kansas. Really? The Evil Knievel Museum. No way! Oh, man. That would be cool. That's worth the... uh... I I guess they have the rocket there. Kenny, look up a motorcycle museum in Omarosa, Iowa. 
everything is currently for sale. And it's the largest collection of motorcycles I have ever seen in my life. How big is the showroom? It's it's thousands of square feet. It's Holy a museum, and I guess the guy's closing her up. What what? How big of the city? Hey, is wait. That? Do they have cars the there? Do they have cars there too? Because there's a car museum, I think, in Iowa. That's the same. Oh, look at this! The National Motorcycle Museum. Yeah, and it's for sale. All that now stuff. You for just sale. detoured the soul, man. No, I'm serious. <laughs> you you might want to. I mean, everything. The signs. The uh, I got no money. The I photos, got no money. The bikes. <laughs> No money. You should say, sir, I don't have any money, but, you know, we could work something out. <laughs> Propaganda yeah, that Propaganda piece oh. by NBC News. Oh, yeah. Let me still have to post this. Oh, I was going to bring this up, but I didn't know what this meant. What is AGI? Is that annual gross income? Yeah. <laughs> well, give yeah. me the sentence. Well, Garofalo tweeted, 2021 IRS data, Minnesota yeah. is slowly bleeding to death. Yeah? Just a gross income. Total loss of over $1.5 in AGI. Yep. Florida, seven, two, Florida, 734. Wisconsin, 243. And Arizona, 224. I'll see you, Braz. See you, Rook. Are you going over to the uh, airport? Yeah. Shoe store? Yeah. Shoe store. Why did you? NBC News propaganda. NBC News propaganda. Create episode. It is no longer April Reavers. It is May 1st. We're still doing that. I got to move my watch. Here we go. ABC, NBC News. Propaganda praises Minnesota politics. Praises. You have to do it manually? Shouldn't it? Doesn't it? He's got one of them, you know. Uh, oh, excuse me. Burping. Prop. Uh, John, that was a rousing discussion today. Rousing. Yes, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I did too. It worked out very I like well. When you yes. The rock part? Oh, yeah, I'm going to highlight that. Oh, that was great. Did you listen to that song I said yet? Talking to me? Yeah. The King's no. Man song? No, it's called which, Crawl. Which... But but turn your mic off if you're going to play it. Yes, sir. Just the opening 30 seconds is sweet. I may know it. Who knows? Who that knows? That was on their first, I believe it was on their first album. I'm going to turn my microphone off. They actually opened their Target Center show with that song, and that was really cool live. I'm ready for you, Such. What, what, what's that say? I have say? NBC News propaganda praises MN Politics. Do nice Minnesota marmot. sports teams do Minnesota have one leg? <laughs> do Minnesota sports teams reflect Minnesota politics? Question mark. That's right. Anything else besides Johnny? Uh, John and Joe have heated rock music debate. During guitar news, huh? Hey, huh? Yeah. All right, Bros. See you, okay, Broski. Don't you're gonna poo-poo it? What? How it is? What? No, I know the song. I know Kenny. The song. I got a. I got it's a fine. dilemma. Sweet, I got okay. a dilemma. What's that? I told you guys I bought this restored 
yeah. TR6 back in November. Maury's yep. Imports had it. They didn't want it sullying their Aston Martins and Maseratis. So I got a hell of a deal on it to get it out of there. And I bought it in, 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 a, in, in a state of excitement because it just was so great. looked so great. <laughs> state of excitement. And then I realized. It's crooked. The doors don't fit. Yeah. The door fit is not what it should be. What does that they mean? They close just fine. There's no rattles. What it means is that if you put this car on an auction site, the peanut gallery is going to weigh in and say, hey, hey, hey. Look at those doors. The gap, the door gaps. Yep. Yeah. So it's either this. Take it to Schoons. No, it's a tear down. It's I, a, I took oh. it to Schoons, and he was threatening tear down. Down to the frame, yeah. So what I'm thinking is the doors are fine. I'm wondering if the back fenders were are out of place. Hmm. Are you sure the frame isn't tweaked? I've got pictures of the taking it down to frame and sandblasted, and it wasn't in an accident. And I oh, think it was okay. just, I don't know what it was. But does, does it have a lot of Bondo in it? No, none. It was taken down to bare metal, and uh, oh. body was off the frame, the whole deal. Well, but the fenders in the back are new because the Oh, the guy repops. The, the guy did choose a poor car to restore. If he had been a little more patient, he could have found a car that didn't need as much work as this car needed. Oh, they always need more, though. You know that. But I really learned my lesson. Well, uh, would th that be the reason you got a good deal on it? Yeah, those guys don't know anything. That and and and, uh, and the guys at where I got it, they they really didn't. They don't follow that market. Gotcha. Well, what that they... car, that car just sold. My car, as good looking as my car, just sold for sixty-one grand. You're not going to get that for no. You're, you're right. You know why? Because the peanut gallery is going to examine those photographs, and they're going to say, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! You think you've seen mansplaining? You haven't seen mansplaining." Well, well, why don't you invite the mansplaining? Sometimes I just go on a user board, you know, like for vintage sleds, and go, "What the hell is this all about?" And well, then they're far more polite that way. A guy recommended that to me. Why don't you be out front with it yeah. and say, I yeah. believe the doors need adjustment. And Just leave it at go. that. Something ain't right about this thing. She's a beauty, <laughs> but, but that's going to cut it from 60 to, to 30. 15. Oh, hey, I'll give you 10 for it right now. <laughs> but if those doors fit, that'd be a $60,000 car. Wow. Well, are you going to get your money back? Oh, God, I got it for a song. Yeah. Well, then what the hell? Yeah. Just be honest in the ad. Well, and after months of trying, I have found the name. I have found the phone number of the guy in Indiana who restored it. And I'm going to uh, have a chat with him today. Call him. Try to be nice. Well, yeah, it's not his. I mean, it's long past his purview or responsibility, but I want to know what he thinks of the the situation. Quick. When we... <laughs> when we you got the wrong number. Right? <laughs> we restored the Studebaker Hawk, and I had to do some repairs that I'm still not proud of, all wiring related. The, the body shop guy took out a hacksaw 
and cut the wiring harness in half where it goes through the firewall. Oh. So I had to sit there. Splice it all back together. And splice it all back together. And I hate that. But even worse, and it's easily repairable, in the trunk, we had to uh, wire up brand new. I had to run brand new wires for the taillights. And I used what's called a Jones plug. Yeah. And God, I wish I wouldn't have done that. I wish I would have taken the time to locate the correct plugs um, for just for that connection in, in the Hawk. And God, it's just driven me nuts my whole life. I'm hoping whoever ended up with it fixed that. Because well, it was just heard stupid. It by, you would have heard about it by now. He had it displayed at uh, the Ellingson in Rogers. And I bought that, a car there one year. And that's uh, they sold it for him. The old saying is true. It sounds like a silly cliche, but their only original once is a yeah. very meaningful saying. But it helps when you use original equipment and hopefully new old stock when you do the restoration. Well, the I mean, the, the, the Jones on this car are correct. They're new uh, old stock. Uh, oh, so they're not repops. Oh, no. Oh, oh, interesting. They're real fenders. Uh, I, I mean, a Jones plug has no business being in a Studebaker. What That's a, a Jones plug. Oh, it's just some generic stupid. I was at the time working at an electronics store, and I just grabbed crappy. They're good plugs, but they're wrong for a car. Yeah. I could sell my other Triumph, which is a low-mileage, untouched original. I hate the term survivor. People call those cars survivors. <laughs> To me, that implies it survived a flood or something. No, they're not survivors. They haven't survived anything. They've just been taken care of all their life. Uh, and I think I could get 50 for that one based on current sales. What is this, this snowmobile that I'm restoring? I'm trying to keep it as original as possible. I don't have to do anything to the fiberglass. But... I um the belly pan is steel and the outside has a few little surface rust marks. I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna get rid of it and then polish it up. But the inside of the belly pan was all surface rust. So I'm gonna sandblast that and paint it. And then the suspension system was all rusty and cruddy. So I sandblasted everything there and have repainted everything. What does that what's that gonna what are the mansplainers gonna do? Are they gonna prefer the rust and the crust? On that uh, skid, on well, that suspension? It, 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 did you sandblast it down to a glass-like surface? Yeah. Well, then they're going to say that looks nice. Yeah. If you if you if the sandblasting did not succeed and you were painting a a pebbled surface of rust, that would be bad. No, it really turned out the skid turned out really nice. I'm really surprised at my painting ability. It just really... say, just say, refinish the skid. Yeah, it won't be for sale ever. Well, uh, it was, then was, what are you worried about? I, I'm worried about it's the same thing that I've always, you know, when I had that '65 Impala that was in original condition. You know, it's always the you know what you should do, or you know what you did wrong, well, or you on, know what you need to yeah, go and, and bring a trailer and look up a '65 Impala and then read the peanut gallery. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a rubber grommet that's turned one quarter inch to the right there in the lower right quarter panel. That has to be one turn to the left. That's how arcane this gets. Why can't they just enjoy it for what it is? Oh, they got it because they're bitter old farts. And then I bet they really hate the guys that put like an LS motor in them or something. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> 
But the guy who paid 61, he's in Canada. That turns out to be 84 grand Canadian. Uh, that There's no TR6 worth that. I don't get it. It's not worth it. That's a $4,800 car new. Yeah. Why are you selling? I bought the one in November to see if I could uh, score a big hit. Oh. And then the doors, I think, are going to prevent a big hit. They're going to, it'll bring more money than I paid for it, but it's not going to be the home run I was anticipating. I could sell my my other one for a home run, but I don't want to be without one. Hell, I've got a, it was a stupid buy. I bought a, Minneapolis Moline tractor with a stuck engine because it was once owned by my uncle. Yeah, you towed it home, didn't you? And uh, I would give it away right now for hmm. free. I would just take the hit. I just don't want to look at it anymore. It's just an idiot. You got to control yourself over those things. I don't, I did, this wasn't a control problem. I got it so cheap that it was, I would have been crazy not to buy it. Cheap, relatively speaking. But I'm going to call up old uh, Gary Randall today and say, hey, Randall, I got that piece of shit you restored in <laughs> 2004. Well... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Reavers, yeah. it's it's adjusted gross income, not annual. 